0: सहनौ भुनक्तो सहवीर्यं करवावहै तेजस्वि नावधीतमस्तु मा विद्विषावहै नमो वायचशिति कंठाय च नमः कपर्दिने च व्यप्तकेशाय च Shagacha shippi vishta gachanamo, midhashta ma gacheshumate chanamo, oh, sambridvan e chanamo, chanamo, a grigagacha prathamagachanama ashabecha, jira Nyagachanama urnyagacha vasvanyagachanamasro tasyagachadvipyagacha. We have to chant the whole thing because there is no full stop, unlike the other anuvakas. So, this is what you know from now, this is what is that called, the fifth anuvaka. Uh, till up till the 8th, it, it's going to be like this, no full stops. The whole thing has to be chanted and then, you know, only side effect is that you may turn a little purple, you know, <laughs> that's all, but it's temporary, you know. And uh, you have to manage the breath. That's, that's what the whole art is, manage the breath and all these recordings will show how to manage the breath and when you learn you will, you know, get that thing as well. And because of such paragraphs in the Veda, you know, the Pandits get away with eating ghee with every meal, a cup of ghee and nothing happens because, you know, they want that, that prana because that is how they used to be able to uh, gain the energy in the ancient times. So, uh, this is, you know, uh, up till now, the last two Anubhakas, the specialty or the uniqueness of them was what is called Sarvatma Bhava. The uh, understanding of that, you know, the, the, the display of that understanding of oneness in all things, uh, even things that are difficult to accept, you know, difficult to accept in the sense of all these, uh, what is that, you know, things that go bump in the night, naktancharaha, uh, you know, <laughs> night, uh, you know, who moves around at night people, you know, who are not sleeping, why are they not sleeping, because They have planned certain activities that cannot be done during the day, simple. (laughs) Ah, That's why they are nocturnal beings, you know, like uh, robbers, thieves, etc. There also we saw the face of the Lord, you know, because, you know, when a robber comes and takes, what do you say? You say, thank you for giving me vairagya, you know, this is what you say, you know. Oh, can I not then look for uh, the, the my money? Look for it, but first say thank you. Yeah. Thank the thief and then go to, you know, then put the police complaint and all that. But first thank the thief. You know, this is what is Vedanta because this is what is what is you know what was recommended in Anuvaka three, in Anuvaka four, we saw all other, you know, different economic uh, strata being completely mm-hmm. what? you know uh, blown open for us to see the Lord in all of them so these were the specialty or the uniqueness to just to summarize of the two uh, Anuvakas and which Anuvakas three and four okay we have to be on the same page then (laughs) number five takes a little bit of a different turn not that the uh, Sarvatma Bhava is not continuing. That topic will continue because that is, after all, that is the message of Vedanta that everything is pervaded by the Lord, and that Lord ultimately is revealed as non-separate from that consciousness which is you. That that is there is as a recurring theme. But in addition, we have a uh, another important theme, which is. Bhagavan as the nimitta karana of the universe. Nimitta karana, we have to see what that means. Nimitta means, it's kind of uh, translated strangely as efficient cause, you know. It's uh, very confusing. Nimitta karana, we have to, you know, it's a better translation to say that the intelligence behind the creation. Uh, because the creation is not random, you know. It's neither dumb nor random and it is it is intelligent because it is manifest in the form of various orders what is happening is your internet okay yeah slow yeah and so this is the various orders of the universe and order means what you know that it is there is something which is infallible about it that is what is the order order means there is infallibility and that infallibility is what is here talked about because you know we like to think that there is some mistake everyone else's life is okay but with my life bhagwan has made a small mistake you know, made a wrong decision for me. Everyone's life seems to be okay. And uh, so here that intelligent intelligence which manifests in the, fo- the intelligence of the Lord manifests in the form of various orders of reality, starting with the order that affects us the most. What is that? Karma, hmm? that is an order. So, karma is in order. It's not that, you know, karma has, you know, just suddenly comes out of nowhere. You know, like you, you get attacked by karma. You know, just like, you know, we walk under a tree and get attacked by a bird sitting above, you know, or two birds, Dva, Suparna, Sayuja, You know, it's not like that. And it, it, it is not random. It is, it is very much, you know, Synchronized. So the I mean, think about the vastness. I mean, even if you look into each order, you see the vastness of Bhagavan and the intelligence, the all might and uh, omniscience of Bhagavan. You can see in each and every order. For example, you see the take the order of karma because I'm using this as an example because it affects one closely. And then you see the the karmic order, your own life of the karmic order, if you see, because you know your life intimately, you will see that, oh my God, look at all these things. What all I thought was happening by chance is part of this unfoldment. Then you look at the order, of the karmic order, that is connecting, you know, all the people in your life. All the people in your life, how did these people come, you know? So why are you in Atlanta? If you ask each person, they'll have a long story. Actually, I was not coming here at all. I was going somewhere else, but suddenly I came here. Sudden? Not so sudden. But, but sudden for you, but from the standpoint of the order, this is where it is. How come you're here? Why are you not in, you know, North Dakota? No, no, it's very cold over there. But then, if you go to North Dakota, there will be people—you know—there uh, will be people of Indian origin there. And if you ask them how come you are here, they will have a long story. Actually, I was—I had applied for a job in Atlanta. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how, Bhagavan sent me over there. <laughs> so there are—there is one person's karma, and then as though that is not enough, there is family karma. Karmas run through families. Same things have keep on happening you know similar things leading to the question why only our family is having this there is a reason (laughs) Ah. and then you know and then there are karmas that intersect one family with another family and then community karmas communal karmas cultural karmas and then national karmas yeah and we know so many examples of national karma (laughs) and that you have to gracefully <laughs> negotiate you know like especially if you're in the, in the grip of a dictator or something what to do dictator or dictator like you know person some kind of a you know uh, wrong leader so that is a national karma and then we can have a global karma as well as in what ah climate change all these things this is a global karma And, you know, every day we are hearing news of uh, fishes, big, big fishes, royal, nice fishes, such as uh, whales, dolphins, you know, dying and being beached uh, on some shore. The last one was in Thailand. And then they, of course, the scientists want to find out the cause of death. It has 50 kilos of plastic in its tummy. It doesn't know, this is all deep sea pollution, these are all deep sea animals. But even they are getting, you know, they are eating so much plastic, because maybe there was some food in the bag and they smelt the food and they ate the whole bag. And so like this, there was 80 kilos of uh, plastic in the whale and almost 50 kilos of plastic in the dolphin, which had been beached recently. This is global karma. You know, and suddenly then the comets, asteroids, etc. These are all what is called universe-related karmas, universal cosmic karmas. So like this, you know, the the karmic order is so vast, reaches all the way up to the farthest galaxy in the universe. You know, it's not confined to the individual body-mind-sense complex, although it connects, it touches the individual body-mind-sense complex and goes all the way up to the galaxies you know, and that's why whatever law operates here, will operate in, on another planet as well. That's how you're able to send a probe to Mars. You know, we had for, till now, we had what is called curiosity rover, took very nice selfies and sent us once in a while. And uh, then, you know, it would it would do something and now there is, uh, you know, uh, yeah, then there is that and there is also mangalayan, you know, made of recycled bottles or something, I don't know what, but it's made of mostly recycled materials, uh, launched by the Indian uh, government. And so like this, why are you able to go there and then conduct a soil test? Because the soil means it will be the same nature. The soil here can be tested, the soil elsewhere, if it's called soil, can be tested. So the nature of soil is the same, the nature of oil is the same, everything is the same. And so therefore, you know we have to see that there is a vast order, even if you just look at the karmic order, you know, why certain people get married to certain other people? This itself is a material for several Ph.D.s. not one.. Ah. And then you know, that's, that's the main thing. It rebooted. Okay. Now we take this and you know take this to, and then start it and bring it back. So then, you know, then you look at the geological order, then you look look at the biological order, then you look at the anatomical order, you know. The kidney cannot, uh, you know, behave like the brain. No other time, no time will the kidney suddenly, you know, start behaving like the brain. Imagine then already the memory is bad. Then it will keep on leaking. You know, nothing with the brain will be half full of leaks. Kidney cannot behave like the brain. And the heart cannot behave like the stomach. So everything behaves exactly in order and it is not random because we have the, we have the threefold expression of Bhagavan, Srishti srishtikarta means what? The creator. You know, and here creator means the intelligence behind all the creation and that intelligence which also pervades the creation as a Bhagavan. So then we have, what is after karta, dharta, the one who upholds the whole mad universe with all the mad people in it, the one that upholds everyone's, everyone along with the, their list of you know, all kinds of and wrong, you know, strange ideas, problematic things, all these things and then, you know, so we have this, you know, this whole thing is there, this whole thing is a vast, 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 vast order and this vast order is, you know, in play as what, very much the choreographed by the Lord. And so that is what is going to be talked about, the presence of the Lord in all things big and small. And in addition to Sarvatma Bhava, this is what we have to see, we have to see that it is very much part and parcel of this thing called, uh, what what is that, you know, Nimitta the intelligence behind creation. Then, you know, in addition to being the dharta, the one, you know, sthiti karana, first is srishti uh, karta, srishti karana, then sthiti karta, sthiti karana, sthiti means the one who keeps things going. You keep things going and you keep, you know, you keep things going and when you keep things going, uh, what happens, you know, you keep, you know, what happens is that there also there is an intelligence of how to keep the thing going which things to keep going and how to keep them going, all that is, you know, very much part of this whole, uh, you know, whole vast order and the nimitta karana of the Lord is very much present in all of them. Then, after that, what do we have? Samhartha, sam, you know, samharana karanam. You know, samharta means, you know, you can't let the universe just be, and after certain the purpose is served, then those manifestations are taken back without leaving any residue. The manifestations are taken back. Are you able to hear online? Are you able to see? Is the video there? Are you able to hear? Yes? No? No, no response from them. So, I am hoping that they are able to hear. Then, we have, you know, the the whole universe has to be taken back in a particular way. You cannot just sort of say, that since this is connected to that, we'll take the whole thing, no. If only the time of one has, you know, been, uh, what's its name, uh, bin up, only that will be taken back. The rest will be as usual. So the threefold, the threefold purpose of this, the, 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 not purpose, function of the universe as what? As the the creator, maintainer, and the resolver of the universe unto himself, herself. That is what the Lord is is going to be talked about in this mantra. And then, you know, in addition to these threefold uh, uh, functions, the Lord is also manifest as having two more functions. What are they? We only know three generally, but there are additionally two more which are of great importance. I'll give you a hint, which are of great importance to Vedantins. Hmm? Yeah, bandhana karta and then moksha karta, moksha karaka. So the one who causes, what bondage? Oh, it's not my fault, it's Ishvara's fault. Sure, yeah. <laughs> causes bondage means what? Creates the uh, environment for the jiva to identify with the body. Because there is already a natural association, you know. There is a natural association that you cannot deny. You know, and there is a natural association with the body, there is a natural association with the mind and the senses. So if, you know, if I pinch you, the person sitting next to you doesn't say, ow, you say ow, correct? <laughs> so so therefore, this shows that there is already a natural association and it's as though, and this is something that we talked about yesterday also using the uh, words of the Kathopanishad. It's as though Bhagavan set us up to fail, set us up to have Ajnanam, not just have Ajnanam, but associate with Atma Ajnanam. Paranchikhani, khani swayambhuhu, swayam bhuhu antaratman. Here we are supposed to see the antaratma as the truth of oneself and but instead what are we doing? We are looking to see where the next meal is coming from, scouting all the eateries and <laughs> scouting all the movies. Some kind of a all the drishyas. Drishyas means not things that are seen, but uh, you know that those that are uh, you know uh, you know those objects of consumption. Objects that are, can be objectified and objects that you pursue are called drishyaha or sparsha, eti sparsha. So sense objects are called drishyaha or sparsha. And so one is geared to search, keep on you know seeking. Seek, 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 seek. You know, keep on seeking what? Something or the other which is finite, and then on top of that, mistaking it for the infinite. So this setup. Is whose fault? Bhagavan's fault. Ah. Who asked him to put the eyes forward? Yeah. Everyone is feeling very happy. Okay, Ajnanam is not my fault. Atma Ajnanam is nothing to do with me. Yes, that's correct. And so we have, you know, so Bandha Karana. Bandha Karana means the cause of bondage. Because bondage comes from what? Bondage comes from wrong identification and the setup for the wrong identification is within this creation of this body-mind-sense-complex. You know, why not? I mean, it would be so nice if everybody was born enlightened, you know. Everybody knew, I am not this body-mind-sense-complex, I am Sarvatma. Everybody is just an extension of Bhagavan. Everybody is an extension of me. Well, the only problem is, you know, I would be unemployed. Yeah, in that scenario. (laughs) So, to keep the Vedanta teachers going, you know, perhaps Bhagavan has set it up in such a way, and, uh, you know, so that we'll have something to do. That's how it is. And so like this, you know, so this is bandha is who? Bhagavan, Ishvara. Jagat karanam Bhagavan, taking the jagat to be all discreet and separate from myself and separate from the Lord, who is the problem? Who's who's the who is at fault? Bhagavan. And then you know, and then uh, you know you can't blame him for too long or get too angry because the one who is, you know, Bandhakrit is also Mokshakaraka. Mokshakaraka. So this Bandhakarana and then moksha karaka is also Bhagavan. How does Bhagavan give moksha? First of all, moksha is not dispensed, right? It's not like, you know, when you greet uh, people at an Indian wedding, you have rose water in one long container with a goose neck, and then you go like this, You give it to a small child. You know, they will go very, they'll be very happily welcoming everybody by sprinkling rose water from this this very nice contraption. And so Bhagavan is dispensing moksha like this. Yes, you look great, I will give you this. Not you, no. (laughs) Because you tried my patience in this life and few other lives. So no moksha for you. It doesn't work that way. Why? Because the bandha karana is as though and then the moksha karana is also as though. This is all as though. Within the whole, in fact, the whole creation is as though. So why, (laughs) the sthiti is as though, you know, samha, uh, you know, samharanam is as though, srishti is as though. So why would bandha and moksha be real? Makes no sense. They both are also as though, as though bound. And then, since one is as though bound, what does one have to do? As though become free. As though go to the, as though guru, and... Brand yourself as the as though shishya and then study the as though study, the as though rudram in order to drop the as though bondage and then declare I am as though free, yeah. How fun this all is. If you know it is fun, if you don't know, then it is the most miserable thing, yeah. So bandha is not real. Ultimately, because Ajnanam is is Mithya. Mithya means it doesn't have a leg to stand on its own. It is dependent on Sat. It is dependent on Bhagavan. It is dependent on consciousness. It is dependent on you. Oh, Ajnanam doesn't live without me. Yes, it's very attached to you. <laughs> it cannot live without you. It is dependent upon you. And then moksha, also the same thing. As though bondage and then as though you know moksha as though bondage as though moksha and this is you know this is what is the uh, this is what is the fun when you can see that the, the whole thing applies to srishti sthiti laya everything and so now you know this five fold function of the lord is presented in these anuvakas starting with this Anuvaka. And we will see how when we start looking at the uh, verses, I mean the, the, the words. And uh, before that, as we have been accustomed to doing, the, uh, there is a governing mantra for the, uh, uh, for the fifth Anuvaka. And I will just chant it and it's just, just one mantra, you can, you can just follow. And uh, this is, you know, uh, this is a little funny in terms of the meter. So, generally what we chant, we cannot chant. So, we'll, I think it comes closest to the, uh, what is that, Gita meter. Uh, we can chant it in that tune. Gauri karam Svarna shaila, shaila Sharasanam, Ikshu Hastan Narodham, Naranari the Noom Smaret. Naranaritanum smaret. Naranaritanum smaret. Naranaritanum smaret. Yeah. So, Smaret, may you contemplate upon Bhagavan as what? as, you know, the one who is in the, uh, in the, uh, in the lotus, the one who is sitting in the lotus hands of Gauri Parvati. So it's like Maya Shakti, Bhagawan Shakti is holding Bhagawan up, so to speak, the status of Bhagavan is held up by the Shakti and then Swarana Shaila Sharasanam and, uh, you know, the Swarana Shaila is Mount Meru blessed by the sun. A sunlit Mount Meru is his place of abode. And then Ikshuhastam who has a uh, you know, sugar cane. And the sugar cane is seen as the arrow. Ah, how nice. Up till now we had frightening arrows. Now the, the Lord is going to load up a sugar cane and hit me with it. Wow, sweet karma is about to come my way. So this is how to meditate upon the Lord as the one who has in his quiver, what? Ikshu, yes. And it's kind of a word play with issue. So the issue is the Ikshu here. <laughs> and uh, so then, uh, you know, Nararudham, Literally means the one who has climbed every human back. No, that's not the idea. The indweller of all beings. A human being is a human being. Why? Because of the presence of Bhagavan. So, the one that never comes to an end, and then, so this Bhagavan is there, you know, uh, which is where is this Bhagavan? You know, don't say sitting in Mount Meru, that is just for the visualization, but this Bhagavan is where? you are, the, the place where you are looking is Bhagavan, looker is Bhagavan, the one that says mm, can't find Bhagavan is Bhagavan, <laughs> you know, that is what the whole idea is and then you know and naranari tanum, tanum smaret, so the one who is in the form of the male body and the female body, so literally speaking you can say ardhanarishwara or and the in, in the form of all bodies. So that therefore, now you can never say the female body is better or the. Mess. some people will say that female body is better because it can create, it can reproduce, you know, you know. Men are no good, male body is no good. There are people who believe that, you know, overtly or covertly. And, uh, and then the opposite is also true even at the societal level men you know are much more important and much more you know uh, they are able to do things they are able to uh, get things done all these uh, ideas are there and then all those ideas are completely put to rest here because everybody is bhagavan's body whether it is male or female and of course this is the governing the adhisthana mantra for the whole anuvaka then the question arises, if I am chanting this mantra and if I am chanting this Anuvagha, what will I get? Ah. Because the human being is like a, you know, cow or a buffalo, better still, sitting in the middle of an Indian road. It cannot be made to get up, Yeah, you, know. you have to get a big bunch of grass and slowly lead it out. So this is the little bit of, you know, what is that? This is the Uh, grass that is going to, um, what is that, Uh, make us motivated to chant this Anuvaka and to continue to study the Rudram, you know. And so what does it say here? It says that the result of chanting, oh this this is the mantra for fifth and sixth Anuvakas and then what will happen? one who chants the mantras of these two anuvakas continuously for 11 days. Oh, only that much. 11 days I can handle along with the rules. Rules, any word rules coming along with in, in Rudram means fasting. Yeah, yeah, so not so fast. So, <laughs> rules means you stop eating, yeah. So, eleven days, you know, we did that last time, you know. And so, like this, you know, eleven days, these two Anuvakas and of course, it it is, it is just a, you know, they say these two Anuvakas, but it looks funny to chant only two Anuvakas, you chant the whole thing. And then eleven days, you know, you do some, what is that, you know, you do some fasting, and intermittent fasting, this fasting, that fasting, not eating this, not eating that, and then what, you know? And then, kritra uh, and there is other kinds of, you know, there is a baby kritra and uh, there is all kinds of things, you know? Yeah, and there is a very hard kritra also. And uh, then, uh, so you can do that, you can do other things, uh, you know, sometimes there is, there is another ghora, whatever, I'm afraid to tell because people here will start doing. So, I'm not going to say that other one, yeah, you know, people here are crazy devotees. And (laughs) so, I'm not going to (laughs) talk about that one, okay? So then, so accompanied by that, okay, okay, what will I get? Okay, I'm coming to that, okay, so then, what will you get? You will win in litigation, wow, Ah. any lawsuit? you might be you might be embroiled in any disagreement lawsuit anything yeah you will definitely win ah you will win in the lawsuit and then and then what will happen you know you will gain long life what's the use of long life without money i'm coming to that prosperity prosperity you know But will my children listen to me? Yes, it says at the end, you know. (laughs) Why should they listen first of all, but doesn't matter. All right, you know, you will be blessed with good progeny. But what if I already have children? They will come back, you know, to your way of thinking. So these are very, uh, what should I say, persuasive reasons to chant this. These two anuvakas and, uh, you know, it, it helps with the uh, what's that it helps with uh, it helps with success so litigation means you don't have to take it litigation seriously as only lawsuits but any disagreement and any kind of a upset you know it helps to smooth over all disagreements that is how we have to see it and you will be victorious. Smoothing doesn't mean that you have to make a compromise. You will be victorious. The other person will have to make a compromise. Yeah. So that that is the kind of the, that is what the whole thing is. And then, so we'll start with this introduction. We will start the words, looking at the words. Where are we? Oh, this doesn't have it. This is old one. Oh, oh, I was looking at the wrong page. Okay. Yeah yeah. I was looking this side, yeah. Okay. So namo bhava, yeah. So bhava it means origin. Bhava means origin. Bhava literally means becoming from bhu to be. So bhavaha means the one. Who is the source of the whole universe? There are many meanings, so we have to listen carefully. First meaning is the one who is the source of the entire, the origin of the entire universe is Bhagavan. Where else will will it be? And the bhava is also means the one who is originless. The originless origin of the whole universe. What does that mean, the causeless cause? Yeah, that we know. One who is the cause of everything, who doesn't have another cause? The cause, uncaused cause of the whole universe, one meaning b- bhavaya namaha, bhavaha. And another meaning of bhavaha is samsara. Ah. Bhava is samsara, why? Because it is becoming and becoming and becoming and becoming and becoming. Becoming what? More complicated, more complicated, more complicated, and the more I'm embroiled in it, the more unbecoming it is for me, and it is unravelling, and it is, you know, this this whole becoming, present, continuous, is bhava. Samsara is bhava. So, that is, you know, this is very beautifully said in the Shvetashvatara Upanishad, there is a verse, you know, Bhavagrahyam, Bhavagrahyam, Anidakhyam Bhavagrahyam Anidakhyam Bhava Bhavakaram Shivam Kala Karam Devam Yeviduhu Te Jahustanum Beautiful, you know, mantra is there, lot of pun, you know Bhavagrahyam, Bhava here, here it's not Bhava, it is Bhava Bhavagrahyam means the one who is, you know um, Captured or who is won over by bhakti. This bhava is bhakti here. By the emotion of bhakti, the one who cannot resist is this bhagavān. Bhavagrahyam. And where is this bhagavān? Anidakhyam. Nida means nest. And the one who has no resting place, no nesting place, bhagavān. Other than you, really. And so bhavagrahyam anidakhyam, and what does this Bhagavan do? bhava bhavakaram shivam bhavakaraha means the one who brings the universe into manifestation abhavakaraha, the one who takes back the universe and then Kala Karam, the one who is the lord of time and Viduhu, the ones who know, they, those people Jahuhu tanum, they give up their body, and everybody is scared of this verse because if I get <laughs> gain this knowledge, ah, I see it uh, gone, you know. So who will come? Already so few people for Vedanta, but then if, if the word gets out that as soon as you know you, you are Ram Nam Satya, finished the body will drop. that's not the idea. <laughs> Jahuhu tanum means they give up the identification with the body as myself. That is what drops, not the body. Body doesn't drop. Otherwise, there will be no teachers. Because, you know, the teacher wanna be, or the teacher gonna be, you know, as soon as they saw the truth, finished. Fell fell over. Correct? And uh, so therefore, there would be no teacher, and the students would all be scared. They would say, (laughs) you know, we like, We like bhava, don't get us out of this, because if you get us out of this, that means the end. So no need, we will just go on as we have been going on. So this is the whole, this is from the Shvetashvatara Upanishad, playing on the word bhava, bhava. And here also, you know, bhava ya namaha. So the first meaning is what? The one who is, you know, the cause of the universe, the causeless cause of the universe. The second meaning is the one who is the Bandha karka, For who? All the jīvas. Because all the jīvas lifeline is already set, correct? What you are going to do is based on the previous karma. Uh, previous karma means what? Those times where you, you know, went along with bhagavan's you know laws and those times where you did not go along with bhagavan's laws papa punya papa respectively so that wherever you flouted the because of the free will the laws of bhagavan you know comes back as what is called papa you know otherwise if you have gone in tandem with the universe universal laws then it is punya and so that papa punya from the deployment of free will alone is recycled and packaged by Bhagavan and given to you in the form of this life, correct? And then, not understanding this, internalizing the karma and internalizing kartritvam. What is kartritvam? Doership. Uh, kartritvam, bhoktrittvam. Bhoktrittvam means why me ship? Yeah. Yeah, why only me? This is happening to Why me? This is Bhogtritvam. I am done in by other people's omissions and commissions. First, I am done in by my own omissions and commissions. Kimaham sadhu karavam, kimaham papam karavam iti. Why I didn't do the right thing? Why I did the wrong thing? This is, half of the life is consumed with that. And the other half of the life, why they didn't do the right thing to, with regard to me? Non-acceptance. Okay, they didn't, what are you going to do? You know, I'll complain against them, complain, you know. But that's also not helping, okay. <laughs> you know, huh? Yeah, then you chant these two anuvakas, that's all. What else is there, <laughs> you know? Hey, this is what the whole thing is. Or kya kar sakte hai? Then, you know, so this is what this is that, that kartritvam and bhoktritvam why me, why not me, why this, why that, all these things. And that is the, that those are the two, you know, bookends of bhava, samsara. So, if those are the bookends, my own omissions and commissions, and then other people's omissions and commissions towards me, what's in the middle? Sorrow and then fear listlessness, don't feel like opening the door, I told you yesterday night. <laughs> so and then, uh, you know, all these, the, all these come in, these are the, what is that, you know, pocketbooks in the middle. So this is samsara and so the cause of samsara, thank God, is Bhagavan alone, you can say, you know, although if you, uh, you know. If you learn Vedanta more and more, you see that Bhagavan is not really the cause of samsara, correct? Because Bhagavan is not the karta at all, and, and so since everything is as though, since the kartritvam is as though, and since where is the srishti outside of your drishti, there is no srishti, and so you know. In fact, there is one uh, prakashananda, so uh, it is called drishti srishti vada, you know. In the uh, in the Panchadashi, it is discussed in the fifteenth century. I mean, he's not wrong, but he's a little drastic and people have a little trouble with that. So, like, so that's why we have, when we talk, we have three orders of reality. We have what is called prati bhasikam, things only you see, which nobody else sees. Okay, that's the time to go to the doctor. If you start seeing a lot more things which nobody else is seeing quietly make an appointment okay so that is that is what is called pratibhasikam and this this is an extreme example of pratibhasikam but the regular day to day garden variety pratibhasikam we are very familiar with and what is that pratibhasikam how does that manifest it manifests in the form of uh, you know subjective interpretations of an objective situation this happens so that person doesn't like me This did not happen and this is how it should have been and it is not and so like this, all these subjective interpretations is what is called, you know, this Pratibhasikam, you know, I see uh, uh, and uh, you know, even if it's not there, I see it. I see it and therefore I conclude it exists. This is Pratibhasikam. It exists, therefore I see it. This is transactional empirical reality. You know, if there is a rainbow, everybody sees the rainbow. If the sun is out, everybody sees that the sun is out. So this is the, we have a harika satta, you know. So we have the, what is called the personal, you know, satta, the personal reality of which can be uh, very subjective, which can be wrong, which can be wrongly interpreted because it is filtered through ragadveshas. Then you have what is called the Vyavaharika-satta and the empirical reality which is a shared reality that, you know, the transactional reality of names and forms which are um, identifiable, communicable and talkable with, uh, you know, with with the help of language, etc. So this is what is called Vyavaharika-satta, the transactional reality. Then we have paramarthika satta where the oneness is, you know, abides and is discovered because vyavaharika satta doesn't have oneness, it will have many names and forms. So paramarthika satta, Bhagavan alone is and this whole universe is a dependent reality upon Bhagavan and this oneness alone is and you are not separate from Bhagavan, this is what is called, you know, paramarthika satta. So we like these threefold distinction, because then I can account for my own body and mind sense complex generated impressions, which I have to do only with me and my problems alone. My problems in not being able to see the world as it is. Then we have the world as it is, you know, which, which we share with other people in the universe, certain shared impressions. And then we have the, you know, we have the, uh, the understanding of the Lord. And who is this Lord? The Lord is non-separate from you. You know, you are non-separate from this Lord. And so that is what is paramarthika satta. But then in the drishti srishti vada, they take away the vyavaharika satta. <laughs> huh. There is only pratibhasika. You are wrong. You have this impression that you are bound. That is, that is pratibhasika satta. And then you know, then, then you, you, you are wrong also if you think you are, you are going to study for moksha and gain moksha, because that is also Pratibhasikam. You are operating under the assumption that you are bound and then going for some freedom, so that bondage and the freedom are both suspect. And then what? You know, all that is there is Paramarthika satta Because the Jagat, you have, we have already seen, is non-separate from Bhagavan. So then why discuss the Jagat, which is also Mithya? So many mithya things we don't have a place in Vedanta and the jagat is the biggest poof of all. And so why do we even bother discussing about the jagat? So therefore, because you know, where is the jagat? You know, you say, you have to say the Jagat is recognized in my awareness. So, the, so your awareness is the cause of the Jagat, really speaking, because what you see is because of your ability to have this consciousness, this awareness and this ability to therefore objectify various things in the universe. And so where is this universe? Where is the, the upalabdhisthanam? Where is the place where the universe is ob- obtained? It obtains where, upalabdhisthanam of the jagat is where, in between the temples, ah, which temples you know, <laughs> ah, in between the, these two temples, you know in the, in the, in the head. So in this, you know, nine inch space, the whole jagat exists, the whole vast jagat with every single, you know, name and form exists right here because it is of no use being there if it is not cognized, which takes us, you know, very close to the Zen place, which is the Zen place. If the redwood tree falls in the forest, will it make a sound? And then, you know, you can have many right answers. Of course, it will make a sound because it's a law. You know, it's a law. If something crashes and its volume and mass and the height from which it has crashed, of course, the sound will be produced. But now things get very interesting because (laughs) then we ask the next question. Is a sound a sound if it is not heard? If it's not cognized, can you call a sound a sound? You know? Let me use a sounding board for this. I don't know the answer, you'll have to say. Yeah, what else to say? Is the sound a sound if it is not cognized? If it is not cognized, is it a sound? Then you have to say, no, maybe it's not a sound. If it's not cognized, I can't really call it a sound. So if there is no hearer, then you know, what is the use of there being a sound without hearer? So everything comes back to you alone. And so therefore what? So therefore, the Jagat, according to the uh, Drishti, vada, the the Srishti is in your Drishti alone, you know. He's not wrong, but you know, already our head is full of complexes. (laughs) And uh, we have to graduate to this, (laughs) this vada. Ah. And there is no hurry to graduate. I don't, I'm not encouraging people to just go there immediately because otherwise it'll, it's crazy making because everything is you know based on me and then the pratibhasika has not been uh, what is that interrogated and understood and resolved and then you know so one already thinks one is in paramarthika and then you know what drishti what srishti you know nothing is there and then even a, even a lay person you know, who drives on the Indian roads, thinking there is no what potholes, no potholes. Yeah. And then you'll have to go to and as though chiropractor, this is what the whole thing is. So we, we don't encourage that because that's why we bring in the vyavaharika Sattva because from Pratibhasika to go to Paramarthika is very difficult without this middle ground, a landing place, a soft landing place called the Jagat. <laughs> You know, which we can see is a manifestation, as a manifestation of Bhagavan. So, you is the Jagat, and then go to Paramarthika, then it is safe, you have the Jagat as a bridge. Because it's already there, it, it can be cognized, it can be... It is a shared reality, so why not make use of it, you know, to to gain this knowledge. So, Namo, namo Bhavaya uh, means the... The Lord is invoked as the cause of the universe and along with the universe comes complexes in the head and the cause of the complexes in your head uh, finally ultimately is attributed to Bhagavan. Why did you make it in such a way? Why is the setup such a way that I identify with this body not with some other body? And so this identification is the cause of sorrow and so bhava here means sorrow. So the one who is the origin of the jagat and the one who is in the form of my sorrow, my samsara, my afflictions, you know, all my pet peeves is you alone. Ayo, that's a very sad note to end on. But the word cha comes. Cha means it's not the end. Namo bhava ya Yeah, that cha is easy to forget. And moreover, rudra Rudra means the one who gives moksha, we have seen that. Rudana, all the crying is what? Dravayati. makes the crying run away. I told you, you know, how to remember Rudra? Hanki bhagavan, yeah, yeah. First pinches you with the, with the, because of karma phala and you start weeping, you know has the arrows directed against you and then, you know, out of compassion, offers you a monogrammed hanky. Yeah, mono because it's all one. Yeah, so, (laughs) yeah, offers you a hanky, here, come on, it's not so bad, I'm with you, wipe your eyes, sniff, sniff, okay, you know, you can keep the hanky, my my present. (laughs) because he knows you will need it again, you know. (laughs) So this is what is Rudra. Mokshakaraka, Hanki Bhagavan. First, you know, removes all the relative sorrow and then through, in the form of the knowledge, removes the, what is that, the ultimate sorrow of being as though trapped in this body-mind-sense complex and that difference between the relative and the ultimate we will see tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow we have class at nine o'clock. So, don't show up at 7, sleep in, I'm telling you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, even if you don't sleep in, let uh, the Ramakrishnan's sleep in. <laughs> don't ring the doorbell at uh, 6.45. And uh, so, tomorrow class is at 9 o'clock. So, and then it's a little more longer, a little more elbow room wala class. So, we'll have a little more uh, time to, you know, play with this anuvaka. Okay? All right. Om poor Namada, poor Namidam, Purnasya Nath, poor Namada Chate, poor Nasya poor Om Shantishantishanti, Hari Shanti he Shanti Shanti Harihi om.